Season 8, Episode 7, Intention. This is your host, Marcel Gill, a.k.a. Social Introvert. And we're back yet again with another episode from my book, Hack Yourself, Design Your Life, or Accept Your Fate. I hope y'all are getting what I'm putting down in these other chapters. And I sincerely hope that what I say today from this chapter will benefit your life as well. As always, I'm out in nature, so if y'all hear cars, if you hear birds singing, nature singing, it's because I'm a part of nature. And I enjoy it. Just got out the pool. Now I'm outside in the trees. So if y'all hear it, just know we in harmony. All right, so intention. If I had to put a value on intention, I would have to dub it as the most powerful, intangible force that a human could exert. While it is remarkably similar to your will, intention is the process of molding something to fit your particular agenda. Let's talk words. When we hear people use cuss words, the words themselves do not have a particular value or take on the form of good and evil. What we find is that the intention behind these words have the ability to cause happiness or sadness. If someone says that that shit is cool, then obviously it's describing something in a good way. If someone says you are a piece of shit, then they are describing someone in a negative manner. As you can see with these two examples above, the words do not have any value with our context. They are just words. Intention goes beyond what we can see, hear, smell, taste, and feel. Right before I start writing this paragraph on intention, I went to meditate to prepare for my podcast. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I was, um, this is a sidebar. I was podcasting while I was writing this book. So literally before I did the intention meditation, um, or before I wrote this chapter on intention, I was literally, um, documenting my process in the middle of writing the book (laughs) just thought i'd throw that fun fact out there so i went to meditate to prepare for my podcast meditation started off great i went in with the mindset to have an experience with the divine and have some good feelings on the inside that i could translate to good vibes for the rest of the day i also had just finished studying myself on my natal charts and my 12th house which rules spirituality my 12th house is well the 12th house is ruled by pisces um so um i'm all about everything spiritual as it pertains to my ancestors and the divine um and we'll talk about divine later because uh you know this was a year ago when i wrote this and i've learned so much more since then so uh my views on what divine means have changed over time uh because that's what should happen when you get older um, as you study and as you learn more and you're not stagnant, um, your views change, or at least they should change, right? And, and as your values change, you know, and you become uncomfortable and you have to learn more and study more, you know, you grow. So what I see is that when it comes to myself, I have the tendency to use spirituality for escapism at times instead of for its purpose as it pertains to becoming a better spirit. As a result of that, my meditation session became more of a therapy session with self. I explained to myself during the meditation that my intentions were completely off before I even stepped into my sacred space. I wanted a specific set of results from something that is not designed to give me what I was looking for. 
Man, that's deep. I'm going to read that again. I wanted a specific set of results from something that is not designed to give me what I'm looking for. Crazy. I essentially wanted to meditate to make myself feel better about having wasted too much time on mundane things earlier in the day. I expressed gratitude and I ended my meditation session. The main point I took from the moment was that when my intention is off, almost always fail. Can I have artificial intention? I promise there's no way around. People who are adept at discernment can see it from a mile away. For the longer part of my life, I was great at faking intention. I would help people I did not really want to help. I would put on a facade in social gatherings to make myself seem more than what I was. I would carry myself as if I were better than people because I had more knowledge than most people. My arrogance was unintentionally warping my intentions. I would plan to have a conversation with different people and somehow throw in the conversation a win that I had in the stock market or new information that I found out about Africa or a new spell that I did that actually worked when it wasn't even a topic of the conversation. Intention should not be based on ego, but off of desired outcomes, irrespective of good and bad. Our intentions should be clear, concise, and planned out. Intention is similar to manifesting, as I've mentioned earlier in this book. Discover what it is that you want to see carried out. Visualize it. Make it tangible with pictures. Write it down. Change your environment. Create a blueprint and follow it. Leave ego and feelings out of it to see the fastest results. This eliminates worry, stress, and allows your intention to realize itself organically. It is not forced, it just is. Believe that your intention is supposed to come to fruition, and it will. And that's the end of that chapter on intention. That is a really short chapter in the book, but I think that is one of the most powerful chapters in the book. Um, I'm learning more and more as time goes on um, after several debates with people, um, with people who believe differently than I do, um, and the stock market and religion and politics. Um, what I've realized is that truth doesn't really matter, <laughs> right? Truth, truth doesn't really matter. What really matter, what really matters, is belief. Somebody can believe in something for the wrong reasons. And, and find success. People can believe in things for the wrong reasons and fail. People can believe in things for the right reason and find success, but people can also believe in things for the right reason and fail. No matter how you look at it, um, you have to believe the truth in order for it to be the truth, right? You have to believe. You have to believe in something in order for you to take it as true. Right? Like, for example, everyone knows that 2 plus 2 is 4. But you have to believe that 2 plus 2 equals 4, too. Now, I'm not saying that belief trumps truth. I'm just saying that in order for you to understand truth, you have to believe it. And I hate the word the word belief because one it has a lie in it, <laughs> but two um, belief has a, a bad stigma towards it, depending on who you talk to. 
we, we know of several people who believe such and such should be present. We have people who believe somebody's coming back to save them from out of the sky. We have people that believe uh, a leader is going to rise up and, and save everybody from turmoil. There's people that believe the government really wants to take care of them. There's people that believe the stock market is going to crash, you know, and go lower than it's already been going for the past eight weeks. Right. So when when we really talk about truth versus belief. Belief brings emotion. I, I guess that's one of the reasons why. Um, yeah, I put it like that. Truth. Truth doesn't have it doesn't take sides. Um, no real emotion. There's no emotion or ego when we're talking about truth. The only time emotion and ego is brought into the mix and is when we have a belief. Right? Now, there are some people who believe beliefs over truth. Right? And we can use mathematics and religion, for example. We all know two plus two equals four. Right? That's the truth. It doesn't require ego. It doesn't require emotions. It doesn't require common sense, really. I mean... It, it, it just is, right? And some people have taken it upon themselves to make that, that same, you know, ordinary claim about their belief. And it doesn't work that way. Regardless of personal experience, regardless of a miracle, regardless of what you've read, Regardless of what you've heard or seen or touched or smelt. <laughs> it's, it, it goes no higher than a belief. Right? There's truth. I'll just put it in layers. There's truth and belief. Right? And then, and then experience. Right? There, there's an experience that takes place. And you, you may believe it to be something. And then you take your belief and elevate it to a truth. Right? At, at an early age, you grow up learning math, right? You experience mathematics, right? Which is a science, right? You experience mathematics. You experience this science and it's broken down to you and explain how it works and you can, you know, verify it and test it. And, and from that very base, you can carry that on through the rest of your life, right? So you, you experience two plus two equals four in, in kindergarten, Right. Right. And now that you've seen it done repetitively over time, you now believe what you've learned to be true. Right. You experienced it the first time. Then you learned it. Belief. And then you understood it. Now you have truth. Well, the religion insert any God here. You learn it from a very young, you, well, you experience it from a very early age, whether it's through church or through a ceremony, through ritual. Um, then you, as you grow older, you start to learn it or learn about it, right? Which is the believing part. You, you may see something happen, you may not, but in that field, you are told, you know, to keep trying, but in order to understand something and, and that requires extraordinary evidence, it, it would certainly require testing it 
over and over again and, and seeing a reliable result. And um, most people don't see reliable results. But being that there's emotion involved, there can't there can't be an understanding of something that is all powerful. If that makes sense, you can't understand something that's all powerful, all knowing and and whatever else kind of omniscience, omnipresent, omnipotent, whatever type, whatever extraordinary claim you want to stack on top of the belief that you have um, in no way makes it true. So you can't truly understand it. If you say something is everything, then you you can't break it down, (laughs) right? Because it's everything. If you can't break something down and you just make a claim that something is everything, then guess what? You, my friend, have a belief. And there's nothing wrong with beliefs because some extraordinary things have been done by people who follow said beliefs or of whatever it is. Believing that they'll be the, the world champion one day, believing that, you know, there's a deity in the sky watching over them, believing that, you know, they'll hit the lottery, you know, and, and in every single one of those instances of belief, there has been someone, a rare few, who, who have found some kind of benefit from it, from from the lowest type of benefit to the highest kind of benefit. So, I just wanted to differentiate between beliefs and truth the best way I know how. Um, that was my first time breaking it down like that. It just came while I was talking. So, it made sense to me and I hope it made sense to you all. And all of that ties back into intention. It may not be true that you deserve a million dollars or that you, you can make a million dollars in your lifetime. But if you so much as believe... That, you, that it is possible for you to make a million dollars in a lifetime and you cling to that belief, but you also work towards that belief, you know, your chances are much greater of, of accomplishing that goal versus someone who's half-heartedly working towards that same goal or someone who believes it but isn't putting in any work. That intention, the intention is powered by belief, right? And and I have to say that because it's not true that you will live tomorrow. It's a belief that you'll be alive tomorrow. It's not true that you'll make a million dollars, but you believe that you can make a million dollars. It's not true that there's a God watching over, to, over you, but you believe that there's a God that is watching over you. And what I mean by it's not true, it's not proven yet. Right. It's not proven, but it is also not proven yet. Right. So we leave the possibility out there because possibilities are what they're endless. So if I say I'm a millionaire and I have not yet reached a million dollars, obviously that's not true. But I believe that I can be a millionaire. Right. I hope it's starting to click. I hope it's starting to make sense (laughs) because it really makes sense to me. So um, understanding that I I need to create. I need to manufacture a belief um, that I can sit with in my mind and heart and, you know, dwell on that uh, to help me uh, move to the next level. Because, I mean, I've, I've been doing decent, right, for where I am right now. I've been doing okay. 
for, for what I'm trying to accomplish, but I could be much further along, I think, <laughs> had, had I had uh, a super powerful driving force that I believed in, right? Because I believe in a lot of things. I know a lot of things, but I believe a lot of things, right? So um, being that it's not truth, um, I have to I have to believe in it because it's not truth yet. Right. So when I become a millionaire, then I can say it, it was true. I can say it was true and I can say it is true because I've accomplished that go that goal. When it comes to the extraordinary stuff. Like um, on the other side of things, you know, sometimes you have to just wait until the next life or reincarnation or whatever else and see what happens. But by that time, you know, you won't be aware of it. (laughs) You won't have any consciousness of it. So it doesn't really matter anyway. So um, again, guys, I hope this podcast helped you all. I hope I broke down belief versus truth for you in a way that was understandable for you to I guess relearn what you thought you knew um, or perhaps harden what you already knew and apply it to your life in the way you best see fit. I've learned not to argue with people over beliefs and I'm certainly not going to argue anybody, argue with anybody over the truth. (laughs) So um, I'll just leave y'all with that belief. Belief is powered by ego and emotion truth is powered by law (laughs) that's it hope y'all enjoyed y'all can find all of my products on social introvert um which is my instagram handle underscore social introvert um you can also go on my uh link tree my website linktree.com forward slash sonetter and find my book get rid of yourself which is my first book, Hack Yourself, Design Your Life, or Accept Your Fate, which is the book I'm reading from. Uh, my stock options course on volatility and the S&P 500, along with my podcast and my music. Hope to see y'all soon. Hope to hear from y'all soon. Share this with your family and friends. Believe your truth. <laughs>